1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon. On a Monday, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and 0106.3 on the FM dial. It's just after 10 o'clock. Trent and I begin our work week as we take you up until noon. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list at the bottom of the hour, we will talk to the voice of Iowa State, John Walters. This is the big week in the Big 12 as their media days get underway Thursday and Friday from Dallas. So we will catch up. Uh, with the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters, uh, coming up here at 10.30. Matt Snyder's in Denver. He uh, writes for CBSSports.com, covers baseball. So he's in Denver, and he will join us at 11 o'clock, 11.05, uh, our time, 10.05 out there, live from the All-Star Game on the eve of the uh, of the day of the Home Run Derby. The eve of the All-Star Game, uh, which uh, takes place uh, tomorrow night. Matt Snyder will catch up on the first half of Major League Baseball. Checkpoint number two has come and gone as we reach the All-Star break. And then uh, Scott Dockerman will be here. Uh, a lot of ground to cover with Doc, as there always is. He's been uh, branching out. He's been asked to do, pick up a little more at the athletic uh, couple of uh, State of the Programs. We'll do that. He wrote a good piece on the offense and the tweaks that they've made under Brian Ferentz uh, in the last few years. That published this morning, oh, about 8 o'clock or thereabouts. So We'll uh, talk to Doc about that uh, as uh, we take you through a Miller and Condon Monday. Before we get into that, how was your weekend?
2: Uh, it was different. It was fun. It was different, wasn't it?
1: It was sports
2: viewing wise. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I cut down a tree with Ooh. my new chainsaw. That was interesting. Um, little nerve wracking moments. As how um, big was the tree? Twenty five, maybe thirty feet. Wow. It was a hefty one. Was
1: there a moment when you thought, "Oh God, it's not going to fall the way I wanted to"? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course, it was. <laughs> there were there were a few of those. So felt very manly for
2: a while on Sunday, a Saturday uh, afternoon, and. A lot of soccer, cut down a
1: tree. A Lot of
2: golf, all kinds. UFC, not a
1: normal viewing. Did you pay for Conor McGregor? No. Good, free. Oh, you watch, You 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 found the link? Found you? a stream. So when you when you find those things, mm-hmm. is it um, buffering all the time? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. It's not good. No. That's free.
1: There was a period where they were pretty good, where you could yeah. get them. Now, what does that mean? That there's just too many people that are taking advantage of this free stream? I, I don't even think it's that. I think
2: there's too many people using these links as a way to do something even shadier mm-hmm. than what I was okay. trying to do. Yep. If you know what I mean, stealing credit cards off your oh, computer, boy. you know those kind of things. Right. That There's so many hacking systems out there. To find a real stream that actually works well and is not trying to do that is difficult to do. Uh, Twitch is where people watch people playing video games, which... I know it's baffling to both of us, really? but it's something the younger generation definitely likes. That's the place that I found having the most success finding these streams, though. Is on is, Twitch. Is
1: on Twitch is where I found them, and that's where I never was able to find one. Never been to Twitch once in my life. So, twitch.com. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And
2: that's where I've, I have
1: found a couple of these in mm-hmm. the past and been able to watch them because so I'm not showing it out. So, how big is the lag? Do you know?
2: less than a minute well that's not it's terrible.
1: not awful yeah less than a minute and as long as you stay off you know social media and saw the ankle and then
2: very yeah, quickly went to over. twitter afterwards cuz i knew mm-hmm. i was with the leg and mm-hmm. ooh, the reaction it yeah, was. and his
1: reaction, too. I mean, he's been great for, I mean, let's, let's be honest, what he, what he meant, it means to uh, MMA. Uh, I don't think you can measure it. It's been good for him. Mm-hmm. It's been good for MMA. That's a really good relationship, but it seems like it's coming to an end, doesn't it? Did you
2: see, there was a picture that was tweeted, I think it was it was before the weekend, maybe Thursday or Friday, and it was him going to his first UFC fight as a youngster with Chuck Liddell. I did who was in, his, was in the
1: first row yes. uh, at the fight on Saturday night and,
2: and just A, looking at him, yeah, a young guy right and probably probably back
1: when he was a plumber, I guess Trent he was broke. right I mean he was getting collection they were showing up at the front door uh, because he wasn't paying his bills and, and what did I see he made last well, he sold his proper number 12 Irish whiskey. yes, and, and made a boatload of proper mm-hmm. number 12. Um, what's the, he's got a good line. We don't come to. I don't know. I can't think of it. Anyways, um, yeah, made a boatload of money on that. Obviously, he's a huge draw. People pay, pay for the pay per views. One point seven million. Did I see that, Is that correctly? What it was one point two million at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and they thought they'd get another half a mil in there prior to the time. And it started late, right? I mean, you, mm-hmm. it, it's um, it's advertised as what was it nine o'clock or ten o'clock? advertised to start. But there's all the prelims. Right. So he didn't get underway. They didn't get in the ring until, what, midnight?
2: It was 11.20, I would say, probably well, something not, like that. I thought, yeah. was,
1: I thought it was later than that.
2: Yeah. It, was, it certainly wasn't early, though. Right. And people on the East Coast, I mean, you're staying up late. Sure. But the buys are there. The yep. people are behind it. The way that the fight ended, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a – same thing with soccer. We're going to talk soccer here in the first segment <laughs> today. And it's not a sport that I have – hard opinions on because I just don't know these sports as well. I enjoy them. Yep. I enjoy watching them. And same thing, I thought McGregor, he was getting his butt
1: kicked. That's what I hear.
2: I mean, for the last minute and a half, yeah. it was, oh, it was just a bad step. And all the McGregor fans, mm-hmm. and they are plentiful, mm-hmm. coming out of the woodwork and it wasn't a real fight. And he he was not beat. It was just a bad step. No. Well, he's taking a bad step. You know why? Because he's getting hit a lot. Right. <laughs> You're going to take bad steps when you get hit a lot. Yeah, it was unfortunate the way that it ended. Without, I mean, it wasn't a tap out. It wasn't anything right. like that. But still, he was getting dominated. I, I was surprised to see that reaction, but it's because of him. I probably shouldn't have been.
1: Yeah, and we just wonder if we've uh, we seen the last of them? Um, and and if not, I mean, can absolutely
2: not. Too much money there for sure. Him but,
1: but are we going to go back down the path of um, you know Floyd Mayweather? Mm-hmm. What was the um, who did he fight the other day? Uh, Logan Paul or I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. name. he's the a YouTube star. The YouTube yeah. star. One I mean, of the Paul brothers. Yeah, is and that, it wasn't
2: Chris or Cliff.
1: No, no, it was, it was Logan. Yeah. Um, so is that the path we're heading with him? Anyways, um, if you bought it, I hope you enjoyed it. I want, how much was it? Was it a hundred bucks? Eighty bucks? I didn't even look. You know what? I don't understand too is, uh, well, I do understand it's another way to make money, mm-hmm. 70 bucks, But if you want it in HD, it's 80 Well, who doesn't want it in HD, <laughs> right. if you HD?
2: I'm good with standard definition.
1: Right. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll squint to see it. I'm going to save myself $10. Bucks. But it's,
2: it's funny you mention that because w- during the storms here in the summer and direct yeah. TV customers,
1: it's a battle. But this is new that at least you give you the option of you want to v- watch watching low resolution, right. and, which is new. And I've done that a number of times
2: and it's not as bad as I'd anticipate. Oh, it's
1: now, still pretty bad. At least I think.
2: You're, you might be pickier than me. Maybe that's what it is because I do it, and I'm just happy that I'm able to watch yeah, it. Maybe that's because that's we it didn't is too. we didn't have right. that
1: option before. Trent. It was
2: out. It's out. You're out. And there's there's no coming right. back. And uh, all right, do you go to your laptop and try to get mm-hmm. it that way, or your phone, or
1: downstairs the spare TV with the rabbit ears right. if it's on? You're scrambling
2: a in a big moment, and all right, it's low. I was surprised. Now watching a three hour game. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be very good, but for that 10 15 minutes that mm-hmm. it goes out, not as bad as I No, Look at
1: it, it's, it's better than nothing, yes, right? It's better than nothing. Um, so yeah, spend, spend the extra 10 bucks. All right, so the soccer from over the listen, where we're going. It's almost I, like we're doing the show in the 60s, mixing <laughs> a little hockey or boxing. Uh, we got the MMA covered, horse racing, come next. horse racing. Yeah, really. Um, but but the soccer from over the, I watched both of them and i 'm glad that I did, and i 'm particularly glad that England got beat the way that they got to the final. Look, they may have well won in penalty kicks when it was zip zip against Denmark, but to be rewarded with the on the dive and you 'll never convince me otherwise uh, that the Denmark got screwed um, in that moment, and Harry Kane gets stopped and bangs in the rebound but not, nonetheless, I think Karma caught up with him. Look, two minutes into the game, and this will do the Euro first yesterday, it's it's one zip, England. Mm -hmm. And then they went into a defensive shell, and you could just see the momentum seemingly taking over uh, as Italy started to pour on the pressure. And, yes, England for the longest time was able to uh, repel those uh, those efforts, but they finally banged one home, Um, and then we got to penalty kicks, right? I missed the first goal. You, well, you probably, because you, you weren't watching. I was time. late getting over uh-huh. because I thought,
2: oh, there's going to be some more. It's like a minute, stuff.
1: 50 seconds. Yeah. here's You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I thought the exact same thing. NBA starts, uh, tip-off is at 7. Well, it's 7.15. At best. Right. NCAA, eight, o- 8 o'clock tip-off for the national championship. It's 8.18, 8.22. 2 o'clock. It was. They started. And that's what
2: missed, because I was there at 5 after. he You'd missed. And they were four and a half minutes into the game. Uh huh. And I look and I, what? Yeah. What? And I'm like, is this a replay? Is this a highlight? No. And they still were doing all the crowd shots and cutting back and forth. and, And I missed it. So I was disappointed in that. But ultimately, is that a bad thing for England that they scored that early? Because it seemed to be. You're basically talking about being on your heels for. For all intensive purposes, mm-hmm. ninety straight minutes. And, and Did
1: Harry Kane even play? I mean, I know the answer yeah, is yes. Right. I, I I didn't see him involved at all until he. I mean, he got the first penalty kick, mm-hmm. um, in the um, in the extra period, whatever you call it, um, and scored. But I never noticed him at all. The goal scorer, the guy that, uh, not the goal scorer, the guy that take took the dove number ten. He was hardly involved. the The forwards for for England were non existent. They ridiculous. were like in a defensive shell the entire game one nothing lead hurt them.
2: I think it I, did. I really believe that, especially that early. If it would have even came 15 minutes in, I think it's a different type of conversation. But as it was 1-1, the one thing as I was hoping for a tie, because that's what I bet on.
1: Regulation oh, well tie. Well
2: done. And I got that one, plus 215 for the uh, people that were following along with so me. So you
1: hit a few of those in yes, these tournaments, yeah. didn't you?
2: Soccer, Euros was good. Uh, Copa, not so much. Yeah. A lot of else there, but yeah, hero is pretty good this year. But when they it was tied up at one, I was just thinking that stadium, incredible the mm-hmm. environment. Knowing that unless you're an Italian living in England, mm-hmm. you're not going to be there. I mean, talk no. about a decided advantage. Wembley
1: was I don't know ninety five five ninety ten right. It was, and you could tell it, and you could feel
2: that. But the tension in that. Building, oh my god. Was incredible. Palpable. Tension convention. The English national team, they are the Chicago Cubs, what they were. Every big moment, they find a way to lose. Mm -hmm. International at the biggest stage. Mm -hmm. Maybe even a better comp would be the Red Sox, who, because the Cubs didn't get there hardly. Right. England would get there and they'd have a really talented team. Right. But the Red Sox would find a way to lose. Uh huh. Aaron Bleeping Boone. Yeah. And on and on and on. And.
1: Bucky, Bleep, and Dent.
2: If that game also, instead of being at Wembley, was in Rome, and even having a, the Italians have the fan advantage. Because you, yeah, you know, it's... Yeah. That, that negative energy. Mm-hmm. Can you, and I know, and, and the analytic people will probably roll their eyes when they hear this no, conversation. No, because I've got
1: one that will back you up 100%, so finish your point. And
2: you cannot take this away from me. I, I believe that there, it's more than anything that you can just put metrically, yes, that doesn't, momentum doesn't matter. Watch sports. Mm-hmm. Watch sports. And this kind of, just what the depths of this on their shoulders. Yes. You could feel that Trent, in the one it, world. It
1: means so much to that country. Here's my example. Until yesterday, I thought the team that played for a championship, in my case, the one I'm about to, a gold medal, the team that had the most pressure on them that I've ever seen was 2010 Vancouver Winter Olympics. Team Canada Hockey versus USA with Patrick Kane in that bunch. Mm-hmm. The game is in Canada. That's where the sport was born. England is soccer. Canada is hockey. Now, the Canucks won. Mm-hmm. I was, I, mean, I thought Parise was about to end it, and that would have been brutal because Peralt was sitting three feet beside me at the time, <laughs> at least on Monday, and that wouldn't have been pleasant. But until yesterday, I thought that the, oh, the pressure was just... I don't know how they did it. And yesterday, I felt the same thing with the boys from England. And you could tell that the pressure, they were tight.
2: They absolutely were. And you saw that show up in PKs? Mm-hmm. I think in a big-time way? You know,
1: the, 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 I guess they call him the manager, right? The mm-hmm. coach? Uh, I can't think of his name. He's getting killed today because the three guys that... And I don't know enough about it. I like to watch it.
2: We don't have the same depth and breadth right. and knowledge as we do of True. the other sports.
1: So. He's getting killed because the three, the three, the, the final three guys for England to take the penalty kicks mm-hmm. were all late substitutions. Yes. What difference does it make? You you, you get the you're you're, you're well, got fresh this. legs. You played hockey. Yeah, I'd much rather come in after missing the first three periods. Would you? I without think...
2: having any ice, uh, without even touching the puck, and now you got to go make a shot.
1: Well no, not in that case, but I See, got a feeling did they not touch the ball though? I mean, no, I know the, the last, one guy did.
2: The last two did not. They hadn't they didn't they, touch the ball. They hadn't and, touched the ball. At least that are you was sure? They hadn't possessed the ball during the minutes that they were I out thought
1: there. The, the the young guy that just I mean it's it's awful what uh sadly what uh has fallen upon him mm-hmm. racially uh since uh, the the penalty kick was stopped. Uh I thought he did, but I I could be mistaken. But but going in mm-hmm. that's Fresh legs, what you want in, mm-hmm. in
2: overtime, sure. But then you get to that point, mm-hmm. and that's the dichotomy, and that's the back and forth that you have as right. a manager. You have to decide on.
1: Well, he didn't have to use those three guys. I guess maybe he mm-hmm. could have gone in a different direction. Um, when uh, when the last guy for England, Italy. Though. Oh, for so when when I thought when the uh, when the uh, England's goalkeeper stopped that penalty shot to give uh, to give England a chance to tie it up mm-hmm. again. I thought, wow, that is going to go down as maybe as big of a play in the history of the sport in that country. But he uh, steps up 19 years old. Yeah. What? Right.
2: Of, youngest player in the tournament. Of all the moments, uh-huh. it just, it was heartbreaking. Oh. It was gut-wrenching. How do you get over this? It's a young team, and that's something that's been talked about a lot. Both these teams, in fact, they are building for this upcoming World Cup this December, but mm-hmm. also the next three to four years are big for both of these countries. And you know, it's not big for soccer. It's
1: just what you just said this December. Yeah, yeah. here's <laughs> state season that, NFL down the stretch. Here we come. Uh-huh. No That's thanks. Awful here yeah.
2: stateside for a tournament that we enjoy every mm-hmm. four years. Yeah, with the World Cup, and I'm gonna doubt that I'm gonna be into no, it. No, I wonder what not. the time change is going to be. You know, if we get these in the morning. If we get eh, maybe eight o'clock, eleven a.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably be. Well, into it's a it.
1: six-hour time zone with the UK, so tipped, it, it, they they kicked it mm-hmm. uh, two, so it would have been eight o'clock uh, there. What last time night. is it
2: in Qatar right now?
1: I'm going to say right now it is uh, six o'clock at night. Six. Six fifteen.
2: Six fifteen. You are right. It is six seventeen p.m. So, yeah, they'd probably be. I would guess maybe one at 9 o'clock our time and the other
1: at about noon. I'm not sure. I can handle that. As long as it's not noon on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that'll be a little bit different. Those right.
1: weekend ones are going to be a little more difficult. But yeah, during the week,
2: all right, October. You know, you talk about how great it is. December's got a chance to be pretty
1: good. You throw yeah, that in there, too. I guess. But it's just not the same. No, it won't be the same. No no doubt about it.
2: Uh, what other? Yeah, I was mentioning the Italians. It's like watching
1: the Masters last November.
2: <laughs> right. You know, they didn't make the World Cup last time around.
1: I, you know, I didn't until, uh, until after the game uh, when, they were, when they brought up, boy, oh, Ian Dark's good, isn't he? Yes, he is. The play-by-play guy. He's so good.
2: What the Italian, that coach has done, though, and now he's got an international championship. Uh-huh. He's got a team that has a great chance coming up here in December. How quickly it can change. Well, and they hadn't
1: lost all year, correct? Right. So it's been, yeah. it's been One of the longest winning streaks that. ever. Yeah.
2: The Brazil in international competition. Now, who was favorite
1: in the, in, in the, in the game England. yesterday? They were had to be.
2: But not significant. But, yeah, a decent size uh-huh. favorite in it. Uh, one other thing that I had. Oh, not too important. But I do want to quickly mention Copa. Yeah. Didn't watch it as intently. But for the little soccer I've watched in my life, that was as physical mm-hmm. as a game as I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I, it doesn't matter if you're talking about... Watching Ella and Pee Wee's, or watching the international scene where you know kids are just shoving each other over. Right. That was, and you could tell right away that ref. Yep. he's just He'd along lost for control. the ride. <laughs> yeah. You guys figured out, right? It's like playing pickup ball. Mm-hmm. Call your own fouls. Right, it, it almost felt like it was Kinda that. Kind of did, didn't it? As physical as
1: I've seen. I, I watched it all. There was no baseball. The the Cubs were getting blown out by the Cardinals. There was no intrigue in the game at all. I think it was when they finished six zip in that one. So that's where I was until um, until that game ended. It was it was it's great for Argentina. I was, I was pulling for Argentina mm-hmm. you know, in the in the game. Messi had an opportunity late to score. Oh, that I don't was, know how he missed. He, he looked terrible. He. Yeah, again, I think it's nerves. Yeah, yes, I think it's nerves. Another
2: guy, much like we talked about with England on the international mm-hmm. stage, same thing with
1: Messi. Well, think of Argentina, right? If you don't even follow soccer, if you have no clue about soccer, and you're but you're a sports fan per se, there's a pretty good chance you've heard of two of, I mean, two of the three names in the history of soccer. You know, Pele, he's a Brazilian, mm-hmm. Maradona, mm-hmm. and Messi. Now Ronaldo, and the uh, Ronaldo, uh, Christian Ronaldo. He's yep. yeah, he's a name clearly. Um, but okay, so three of the four, uh, you know, and certainly uh, their countries were represented in that final on Saturday night.
2: Neymar was getting physically just
1: pounded. He had, yeah, he had the. Um, I mean, he tried. He did, and
2: late when normally those guys would be taking dives, he just was running through. It. Right, and that yeah. was. Great to see. Another thing that i learned again, or maybe more remembered watching soccer as much as I have over the last month is. We've you spent see spent 15
1: those... minutes on soccer. I hope people are still with us. Yeah. I
2: doubt they are. We, we got some local stuff, dude. Don't <laughs> worry. But watching it is, you see the, oh, another guy, didn't get touched, goes yeah. down. But then when you watch the slow-mo and how many of those times where you think initially, get up, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then you see yeah, there was a plate where the guy took it like an inner thigh yesterday during Euro, and at first, like, oh, get up. Mm-hmm. He took cleats <laughs> to the inside of his leg, and it looked like it was maybe rolling up a little bit yeah, higher than that. that's
1: going to leave a mark.
2: Right. And how many of those? Or, oh, he just he just got you on the foot. Well, again, it's cleats, and those cleats come down hard on you. That's mm-hmm. not going to feel good.
1: Well, uh, you're, you're right. Um, the Denmark game, that or the Denmark foul, that was not one of them. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, England got picked off in that one. Uh, as they did, but it was a good game. Both of them were good. Soccer over the weekend, who to thunk, but, uh, but here we are. Uh, we did have a game in the NBA last night. I thought it was very entertaining for at least the first part of it. Um, Trent, it just seemed to me that when Milwaukee figured out, you know how we can win this basketball game? Let's go down low. Mm-hmm. Let's get aggressive. Let's attack the paint. And they did, mm-hmm. and you saw the result. Instead, early in the game, they're settling for threes. Giannis isn't as, is involved. He's not as aggressive. Lopez is trying to shoot jump shots. Um, I, I guess he can make them, but he's way more effective when they went uh, inside. And as soon as they started to do that, the total picture changed 100%. It was, it was almost like a different basketball game. And Milwaukee, I mean, Phoenix got, got back into it a little bit, but there was never a point... In the final 24 minutes of that game, they get to halftime. I figured, you know what? I, I looked at it. It was like 6-1 to one on the comeback, on the um, in-game betting. I thought I couldn't pull the trigger because I just didn't get the sense at all that Phoenix is going to find a way to come back in this game.
2: And they had the opportunity, what, 74-70, but then Aiton picks up the foul. And it never
1: felt like that.
2: Yeah, even at that point, I uh-huh. wasn't overly confident that we were going to get a game. That's all we're looking for here. Can we get a game? Right. We haven't had one. No. no. And it feels like these playoffs, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of this. A lot of, eh, remember they got it to six and then. They got it to seven. A lot of those conversations that we've had. The decision, though, I had a little, I don't know, some flashbacks to another coach we watch here in the state as Giannis is doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And Lopez is doing his thing. And Aiton is sitting there on the bench. Yeah in foul trouble yeah when he picked up his third right before the end of the first half that was not good why do basketball coaches let their teams lose games (laughs) just to hope that a guy's going to be there late and it's the fran mccaffrey thing Mm -hmm. with the two fouls in the first half automatically benching your guys it drives me up the wall and the same thing for monty williams who i mean for all intents and purposes i don't know if he'll win nba coach of the year the dude should be nba coach of the year what he has done with this squad but those decisions, you're watching your team, you cut it to four, you're right back in it, you're watching Giannis put his head down and go to the rim every single mm-hmm. time. And what do you do? You keep playing Frank Kaminsky. Come on, <laughs> just
1: help me out here. Did you I, see I, Kaminsky's, air quote, dunk? Yeah. When when Paul found him all alone under the basket, I oh. know, Trent, I thought that he was going to get rejected by the rim. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't dunk the ball. He didn't. He had to actually put a little something underneath it to get up and over top of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was not one of the better moments. It was, it was, um, it wasn't a, okay. There was four, but then it was very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what
2: we're getting here. And this is, I mentioned just in passing after game two, because we both felt it was over. Mm-hmm. I still was, think it is. yes. But just how different those role players, those secondary players are mm-hmm. on the road now for Phoenix and at home for the Bucs. And you're doing it without... Middleton still hasn't had one of those games. Because Middleton will no, have... No, but he was active in the first half. He was. But Middleton will have a game where he'll score mm-hmm. 38. Mm-hmm. He, he can do that. So he didn't crack 20. And maybe that's a saving grace. All right, Giannis is
1: back. Mm-hmm. And with sure looks good.
2: extra time in between, you think that's got to be a good play thing play till
1: Wednesday. Right. Phoenix got to spend two days in Milwaukee. I mean, it's not awful.
2: And then they don't play again till Saturday.
1: No, I thought Thursday. No, it's. I mean, I hope it's Saturday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Oh will yeah, be. Well, yeah. They're right, they're not going to play back to back. Right, and saying? then
2: they play on Saturday. Yeah. Then again, not till Tuesday for mm-hmm. a game six and game seven. Then would be Thursday. That would be the only one that there's even somewhat a tightness mm-hmm. in between the games.
1: So there's sixes in Milwaukee, seven back on... Fe- yep. So when we're, we're, when we're in Vegas... Oh, yeah. Oh, here's hoping he gets seven, to seven. Huh? Not I don't bad. think it
2: will, but I hope it does. That'll be a fun Thursday mm-hmm. night, huh? Would be. Absolutely. Giannis, incredible. I mean, this is what the dude is, though, right? This is kind of his highest level. Is, is there more to him that we still can see unleashed? He's still pretty young. Yes. Because <laughs> he's continued to shoot the ball better. hmm but more than anything, There's free throws the uh, last night yes, too. Back at home, uh-huh.
1: that kind of part right. goes with it too. Yeah, I think we're going to no get a count. series.
2: I think this game it goes now six at least. Do you? I'm there.
1: So what what's the number on uh, on Wednesday night? It is Bucks by four. Bucks by four. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it's a four-point game. I do. We're, we're, we are due for one of these. Uh, it's not been close so far.
2: One uh, local note I want to just throw at you before we get ready to talk some Cyclones. Well, we got a keyword coming up here momentarily, too. Try to get some money out. The uh, decision over the weekend from Hunter Dale from over in Council Bluffs. Uh, the defensive lineman, yeah. Defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And this goes hand-in-hand, hand, something that we've just briefly touched on with Iowa State recruiting. This is another one where... Most signs were pointing that he was going to be a Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. And same thing with the tight end from Wisconsin. A lot of people felt he was going to be a Hawkeye. What Matt Campbell and company are selling and the people that they're beating for recruits. You've lived in the state a long time, and I know you don't follow recruiting, but you know, for the most part, Iowa gets the guys they want in those recruiting battles. That's not happening. Hasn't this year. What kind of panic button do you hit in Iowa City? And what does it say for Campbell and Company that this is happening? You know how this works. You know how it works across the state. Yes, there are people that grow up Cyclone fans, but a lot of them, even then, you hear, oh, well, I grew up a Cyclone fan, and they still open up in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. That's not happening this year. Is it a one-year blip, or is there more going on?
1: Well, um, is it a coincidence that it's on the heels of a, um, um, a New Year's Day bull win? Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't care. If it was Oregon, and they had a crappy. I almost said that magic word record, <laughs> um, but still, they did. And um, I know they lost to uh, their first game of the year. We we're embarrassed. I get that too, but it's it's at the end of the day, at the end of the year, uh, there was a new trophy brought home, a Fiesta Bowl trophy brought home, and that can't hurt. That can't hurt. No. And the hype that's around this team this year, that can't hurt. Boy, oh boy, they're You're selling it well in Ames. It, it, here's the only. Th- no, I don't want to say it. The only thing there's one thing that can derail it, Trent, and that's it's a contact sport. Mm-hmm. Injuries, absolutely. And
2: they had injury luck last year. They did. And, and I you bring have that, to hold it together. And I bring that up to Cyclone fans, and they look at me like I have two heads. Well, well. we had. I saw a list, and I wish I had it. I wish I would have kept it. It was a list though of games lost last year in college football. Oh, that's a good one for teams that played, Not- and I think it was played eight games or more than eight games, whatever it was. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a huge list because not a ton of teams did outside of the Big 12 and the SEC. But they were number one on that list in least amount of games lost last year. Well, did they have any COVID? Yeah, there, there's they, another did, one, right?
1: They, they may have, I mean, and good for them yes. for doing what it took mm-hmm. to, to stay away from the from that situation. Um, but I don't think, I mean, for God's sakes, Minnesota left 35 guys at home when they played Lincoln due to COVID. right. You didn't hear that about Iowa State. No. Very, very little. Uh, we're going to talk to the voice of, uh, of Iowa State here coming up. You know, you keep hearing these things. Keep reading the stuff about all the, the positive. I can't poke holes in them. You know, it's better to be, you no, know, not to buy all the hype. Right. But every time you see something, I want to be a contrarian. Mm-hmm. I haven't found one yet that I can really poke a hole in. Have you?
2: About Iowa State? About
1: Iowa State. The injury luck? Well, I mean, that's one, but that's not, you know, that's, um, yeah, that's part of.
2: The returning production. Remember mm-hmm. I brought that up from Bill Connolly last mm-hmm. week? Not as high as we anticipated right. there because right. a lot of teams are bringing back yeah. a ton of people this year. Those would be be a couple that I point at. Just close game. Close game margins. Uh-huh. Oklahoma game one last year. Easily Oklahoma could have won. Baylor? Mm-hmm. Easily could have gone the other way. And instead of a 9-3 season...
1: TCU plays the wrong quarterback in the first half?
2: There's three. They're 6-6 six six, as opposed to 9-3. and three. Mm-hmm. They're not playing. I mean, they're playing in the Independence Bowl. They're not playing in the Fiesta Bowl. How different that conversation is But well, just a break here mm-hmm. or there. I get that's football. Yep. That is playing in the margins. That's winning in the dark and doing the little things. But two years ago, they didn't get those breaks. And they were 7-5. and
1: five. You know, The margin for error went their way. I mean, I hope Hunter Decker's ready. Not that we want to see Brock Purdy get hurt. We absolutely don't. I want this team to get through ab- completely unscathed just to see how good that they can be. Uh, We're late to get to John Walters. We will do so once we come back from this break. But before we go to break, it's time to go for the green on KXNO. You can win $1,000 right now by texting the keyword green to 200-200. That's green to 200-200. John Walters next. Miller and Condon till noon, 1460 KXNO. 1-800-BETS-OFF.
0: Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.
1: Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 1460 KX and 0106.3 on the FM dial. Near Iowa State, down the hall on 100.3, the bus, football, basketball. Of course, the women play here, women's basketball here, uh, when they get set to resume their season. But right now, John Walters joins us as we take a look at the uh, upcoming football season. John, Trent, Ken, thank you for coming on. Uh, John, ready or not, here come media days. To me, that's always the uh, the curtains going up uh on the uh on fall camp i know there's a couple of week laps before they actually get the field but it just feels like it's here once the uh teams converge in this case on dallas does it to you
0: absolutely we're down to what about uh, 50 days or so before the opener and uh yeah it's going to be uh it's going to be here before we know it so super excited about it i think it's going to be a Um, really fascinating season, not only from an Iowa State perspective, but I just think the Big 12 race in general is going to be a little bit crazier than maybe people are anticipating. There's just a lot of wild cards in there. So, I'm excited about
1: it. Yeah, as well. You should be. Uh, Brees Hall and Greg Eisworth are are, uh, are the representatives for Iowa State. Greg Eisworth, John. Uh, I mean, he's had a remarkable career. I know. What it was a couple of years ago? Uh, injuries, I thought, really played a big part in his season. Uh, wasn't wasn't a hundred percent after you know he got banged up pretty severely there. But what a remarkable career that he's had. He's one of the one of the handful of guys that I thought was you know probably going to not take advantage of that extra year that they were all given uh, and move on. Uh, But what does he mean to this Iowa State, not only secondary, but defense now uh, as we look at 2021?
0: It's huge for Iowa State to have him back. He's absolutely the quarterback of that defense. He's the guy that uh, does for the defense what Brock Purdy does for the offense, in my opinion. Um, and, And So much knowledge of the game and an opportunity to be the first ever uh, four-time first-team All-Big 12 player from Iowa State, um, which would be amazing considering he's a junior college guy to (laughs) to be a four-year-old conference player, but that's the way the world's working right now. But I was thrilled when he announced he was coming back. I think it it does a lot to solidify that defense. And, you know, the the secondary did take a little bit of a hit, especially if he had gone and Lawrence White. Mm -hmm. Then you'd be looking at some holes there. But with him back, I, I think you you know there, there's a real chance to still have a, a really solid secondary back there. And so uh, he's the captain of all that. I think Aisheem Young's another guy to really keep an eye on this year. I think he'll have a big year back there. But, um, yeah, getting Greg back is huge, huge for the
2: defense. You know, the Brees Hall conversation, you look at this guy, what he's been able to do. You've seen a lot of great running backs. You've been able to call a lot of great running backs games. What makes him different in your mind? And with it, know the story and I get it a lot of people well why not Brock Purdy Purdy going down there why not the quarterback this guy's got a chance to be in the conversation I think a better chance of those national awards this year but your thoughts overall Hall what makes him so dynamic
0: I think it's the lack of a weakness is what I would Mm. say Um, he does everything well and you know usually with a player you can say yeah but he, he really struggles in this area you can't say that with Greece you know he's He's a good blocker. He's, he catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's got good wiggle. I mean, he's, he's fast, faster than you would think when you just watch him run. You don't think he's moving that fast, but you see him pull it away from guys. Um, and he's elusive and has great, great vision. And so when you start adding all that up, I mean, I said, I think he's the best player in college football. I voted for him for the Heisman. He finished sixth a year ago. I thought he was spectacular. And I You know, I'm not going to complain about the preseason All-Big 12 team because Iowa State as eight players on that, yeah. and that's that's awesome. Yeah, they, they got plenty of respect. I get that. But to me, it's a real mystery how Brees Hall and Mike Rose, the two preseason or the two postseason uh, Big 12 players of the year on each side of the ball, were not unanimous picks. I, who was filling out their ballot and <laughs> said, yeah, I don't have Brees Hall as one of my running backs, and... Yeah, I don't have Mike Rose as one of my three linebackers. But, <laughs> hey, that's uh, that's nitpicking. I get it. But, uh, no, this, Brees is Brees is poised to have a great, great season. Uh, as that offensive line continues to get better and better every year, he's getting better and better every year. And I think what we saw last year with him was the threat of Brock Purdy in that running game, which really wasn't there as much the year before when, when Brees started to emerge uh, because Brock was playing hurt and he was trying to get through that sophomore season of his uh, without taking a lot of hits, and so he wasn't running the football as much. But last year, Brock really ran the ball, and I, and I think that's why he was the first-team All-Big 12 quarterback, and uh, his ability to keep defenses honest with his uh, zone read keeps uh, really helped open some things up for Brees. And so um, I, I think with a healthy Brock Curry, uh Brees Hall with another year of experience under his belt, uh, an offensive line that's improving in that tight end group, and I think Jared Rust, a very underrated guy that can help with the blocking on the that tight end group um, and maybe diminish some of what you lose with Dylan Sainer being gone. I think Brees Hall could have a great, great season. I, I, I don't see any reason... If he can stay healthy, why he can't uh, you know, be up there in the 1,700, 1,800-yard range.
1: And that offensive line, John, I, I don't remember a time. And, look, they, they've had some guys, clearly. Assembly was as, as good as there's uh, been th- um, at Iowa State, in my opinion. There's been, and there's been others. But – you know, usually when you go into a season, it's they got a lot of skilled guys, but that offensive line—if they can come together, if, if this, if that—I don't see the if there with this group this year, John. I really don't. I mean, this is a good offensive line. Is can they improve? Of course, everyone would say that they, you know, that there's another level that they can get to at any position. Brees Hall probably thinks that. Uh, but this offensive line, going into a season, I can't remember one, John, where that didn't seem like a but to me.
0: No, I agree. And 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 when you look at the programs that are consistently up there nationally, I, I think they pretty much year to year, you know what you're getting up front. They're going to be good up front, offensive line, defensive line. And I think that's where the Iowa State program has evolved to. And it wasn't that way, clearly, when Matt got here. And it's been a process, and it takes a little while, especially for those offensive linemen to develop to the point where you feel really comfortable up there. But there's there's a continuity now that now and you throw trevor downing back into the mix um there's some real experience there's some some depth really like what jared hufford did when he got in the bowl game uh he's another guy that could emerge this season and there's others and so um you know i I think that is a strength for this football team if they can protect brock if they can uh, give Brees some room to run um I mean, there's no reason to think they can't. Uh, it could be the best Iowa State offensive line in many, many years. Mm-hmm.
2: Got a chance to do that, and uh, a deep group of tight ends. We know about that. The wide receiver position I want to go with you next in, not Xavier Hutchinson, dude's the stud. Uh, there's a reason that Oklahoma and some other big-time programs are coming after him because he's awesome. But those young guys, Joe Skates, you see those little glimpses, and you think, oh, what can be with them? Mm-hmm. The big size that you have out there was Sean Shaw at six foot six. When you look at those wide receivers, I know consistency is always a conversation that happens with young guys. Who do you anticipate out of the wide receiver group going to step up?
0: I think the, the two guys I really want to keep an eye on are Tariq Milton, uh, a healthy yes. Tariq Milton, which we didn't have a year ago. To see what he could do in that uh, M position in Iowa State's offense, which is a really, has traditionally been a big position in Matt Campbell's offense, is going back to Toledo. I I think a healthy Tariq could really do some damage in in there in that slot. Um, And then Jalen Knoll is a guy that's been, you know, talked about quite a bit, a true freshman. Um, But Matt Campbell doesn't typically throw out a lot of accolades about a young guy. Um, But he has mentioned Jalen Knoll and mentioned him as being a, a. guy in the Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, ready-to-play-right-away type mentality. And so if he can step in in that slot as well and be a real threat uh, to take the the 7, 8-yard gain and turn it into a 30, 40, 50-yard play, uh, I think each of those guys can do that. And, then you know, you talk about uh, – there was a lot of talk in the offseason about Iowa State didn't hit a lot of home runs down the field uh, last year. I think those two guys – can create some of those big plays, those explosive plays. We know Hutchinson can. Um, Sean Shaw is very dependable. We know Joe Skates can be a a deep threat. Um, But, you know, there's, there's another side of that equation, too, where maybe you don't have to worry about having a deep threat. If you're consistently moving at seven, eight yards with Brees Hall in that short passing game, and you're doing what your offense is kind of designed to do, which is move the chains, kill some clock, keep your defense off the field, keep them fresh, and let them go be very good when they're out there, uh, then mission accomplished. So uh, there's a lot of ways to do it, but I do think that Milton and and Noel in particular are two guys that can maybe take that short gain and turn it into a big
1: one. Yeah, Milton got hurt very uh, very early in the season last year. I was surprised he got back, uh, but he did, and certainly wasn't himself, Uh, but uh, hopefully this year he is. John, is really the only battle Um, Yeah, I know So they got to find somebody to take Lawrence White's spot. But to me, the right corner. Johnson's got one of them nailed down, right? Tavon Kyle, who as a freshman, uh, I thought really showed some uh, really good signs that he's going to leave a mark at Iowa State. Him and Young seemed to be in a battle last year. Is that maybe the only position that's wide open other than Lawrence White's uh, replacement?
0: I'd certainly... I would say a, a battle to keep an eye on in the in the camp for sure. And yes, it, it is a, a good a good battle between those two. And you know, at times they've gone ahead of the other. You know, it started out with Daytron being the guy, and then Tavon was the starter for a while, and then Daytron went back to being the starter again late last season. I thought finished the season really really well, and I thought Kyle got better as last season went on too. So, and C.J. Tampa is a guy that we're yeah. super excited about Size-wise. as a corner as well. So. Yeah, so, you know, I think there's a lot of guys competing for those spots. Um, there's, there's some young uh, corners coming into the program, too, that I know they're excited about. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they'll all play because that's a position typically, and there's some positions in, on the, the two-deep work. you know, they don't get into the twos as much, but that's a position where they typically do. The twos are on the field for a good chunk of the game. So regardless of how they start, Young and Kyle are both going to play a lot of football this year, and Tampa will, I think, too.
2: John, you know we were talking, and Ken mentioned it's hard to poke holes in this team. There, everywhere you look, there's something good. What concerns you? What is still the one thing that you look at, or maybe a couple of things that you say, "Boy, I, I just would like to see this shored up." Or are you going in guns a blazing? Everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really have a ton of concerns, which is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure the coaching staff does. You know, I mean. One thing that John Haycock has pretty consistently said, and I and I think it's a great point. Um, you can say, well, you have all these guys back, but if they're the same guy that they were a year ago and everybody else is getting better, are you getting better? You know, you, your guys can't be just the same guy coming back from a year ago. They have to be a better version of that guy that, than they were a year ago. So they have to improve. Now, there's no reason to think they won't. But uh, it's a good point, and I think you know it's a coaching term that you would probably not be surprised that they're using as inspiration for these guys to take it to another level. I mentioned earlier a guy like Ishim Young. I think he can really uh, take a big step forward this year. Jake Hummel's back. That's huge up in that linebacker group. And uh, um, you know, can, can a guy like Isaiah Lee emerge and be a playmaker inside? J.R. Singleton, maybe a young guy like Howard Brown. Um, who are going to be those interior guys, or do you move any Wazirike in there? So, you know, there, there's some areas where it'll be interesting to see the battles play out and who's actually on the field. But uh, you're right, I mean, there's not a ton of holes. Who will emerge as, as Lawrence White's replacement? It, will it be Jaquan Amos? Um, you know, will it be a, a D.J. Miller, Kamani King, some other guy that, you know, is, is really having a great camp? We'll see. But um, you're right, it's it's a season with fewer holes than, than most that we've seen in
1: the past. Kanae mm-hmm. Wango got to fill that role. He mm-hmm. jump-started a lot of uh, comebacks uh, in football games last year uh, with his kick return, so there's another position, but boy, it's... Yeah, um,
0: it's t- a good one.
1: Yeah, it's tough to find them, John. It, uh, like you say, it's a it's a good problem when you're trying to find them when they're not there. Uh, remarkable season potentially. We shall see, and we will talk to you before, John Walters. Thank you for coming on here today. Have a great week, John
0: time. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank
1: you. John Walters, the voice of Iowa State, as they uh, get set to media days Thursday and Friday in Dallas. I believe Iowa State's Thursday, correct? Is that what I it is? I think they're up first. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Brees Hall and uh, Greg Eisworth will be down there representing Iowa State. No Brock Purdy. But Oklahoma's not taking Spencer Rattler either. So, um, Just a sophomore. Yeah, just a sophomore, true, but this will be it for him. That's <laughs> right. true, too. Uh, we will take a final Wednesday, time. Wednesday, of- Thursday, by the way. For oh, it's
2: Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Yeah, Chris will be there. Uh, he's leaving tomorrow. He'll have our coverage here on KXNO, and I'll Good. be manning the ship, not just 10 to noon, but also from 3 until 6, nice. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Five hours of radio for you. Yes. Uh, well, and no tonight- stranger to that. you got high school baseball tonight. Tonight. Also on Friday night, it'll be the opening of Substate Play. Today, I'm going to sit in for an hour with Chris from 3 until 4, so Jeez. all over the place here.
1: You really are. That's good. Yeah, got to get the... Expand our brand a little vocals bit. Vocal cords uh, salivated here a little bit in between. Uh, we'll come back, finish up the first hour. Off to Denver we will go in hour number two. Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com covers MLB. He's in Denver for the All-Star Game. We will talk with him. Scott Dockerman on the Hawks in about 40 minutes. Miller and Condon till noon. 1460 KXNO 106. Eyes. Condon, welcome back. to Moines Sports Station, 1460 and 0106.3. Final couple of minutes of hour number one. Well, I don't know if you saw this on Saturday night, and the Cubs and Cardinals were rained out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilson Contreras lit up the squad following the game. Yeah. Uh, called out some of his teammates. Everybody involved. except for Javi, basically. That's right? what he said. He he, he he went out of his way to mm-hmm. say that Baez uh, tries hard. Um, didn't see a lot of fight in them. They thought their minds were elsewhere. See, that maybe his trade deadline. Oh, no doubt.
2: And the Javi part of it, I found interesting because I see Javi as a guy that I don't always think gives but complete trade,
1: effort. He, he, he loses track of how many
2: outs there are, for right. God's sakes. To do that, I'm fine with, obviously. You want to call dudes out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Professional sports, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to have the caveat of, Javi Bias
1: to throw him in as one of
2: those guys, but who, he's
1: okay.
2: Come on, yeah. Because
1: we can I, find examples of.
2: Yes, right. I'm going to connect the dots and assume that they're very close, mm-hmm. and that was probably the reason that he did that. And if that's the case, your message is not going to hit. Oh, except for my buddy, he's okay. Right. No, if you really want to do this, and you think this Why is going up, to, yes, including your buddy, that's something that can make a difference. But to throw that in there, I don't know. It, it lost almost all credibility for me. Just because of that one
1: little yeah, point. I was anxious to see how they would respond yesterday to it, sure. and you know, following the game, um, be have to answer to what Contreras had said the day before because I don't think there's been any follow up on that. Um, but I mean, it's, it's going to be different these next couple of weeks. They begin play after the All Star break, seven and a half games out of the wild card, seven and a half, seven back and a half wild, card. and they have one, two, three teams to jump. To get into the wild card. Cincinnati's three and a half out, Philly six and a half out, Braves seven, and then the Cubs. Speaking Braves, of the Braves, yeah, and Acuna, brutal. that was That was awful. One of the games. Sick to my stomach. Stars. Yeah, and it, it seemed innocent, right? He took he took a step. Mm-hmm. Um, too bad. That's it for the Bravos for the year. We will come back more baseball conversation. Off to Denver we'll go. Matt Snyder's there covering the All-Star game and the festivities, Home Run Derby tonight. Miller and Condon have an hour, their hour to go. Scott Dockerman on the Hawks at 11.30. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, and 106.3 FM. Yeah.